Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. Praise God. You guys ready to get in His Word? We got to do this by faith, y'all. We got to do this by faith. I'm tired of fear. I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of fear. I'm tired of hearing fear every day. I, I want to hear somebody talk about their faith. I want to, I want somebody to talk about, yeah, they're going through it, but you know what? God's got me. I'm, I'm going to make it. I don't know. I may not see what the end is. I, I don't know if I'm going to be saved or if I'm going to get buried in the ground, but at the end of the day, guess what? Jesus wins. Praise God. Woo. I, man, you guys just don't know. I just, there's just there's a sickness and, and all this stuff that's going on. It's not even my message, you guys. But I just know that right now there's some times that I'm just sick and tired of being afraid. Tired of it. Tired of hearing it. But he's talking about this and talking about that. But I, I, I need to be talking, and I'm saying me, I need to be talking about fear. I mean faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Bless you, Jesus. You guys, turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 21 and 26. I'll try to get through this, praise God, but praise the Lord. I might get on a soapbox of faith today. I, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> if you don't have your Bibles, please, you can look up um, Scripture on the Sky Bible, and it will come read from Luke chapter 21 and 26, and this is what the Word of God says. Men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Let me read that again. Men's hearts failing them from fear. The expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven will be shaken. Do you guys realize that heart disease is the number one killer of Americans? And we only think about hearts failing people or because they have heart conditions. And if you don't know this, I have a heart condition. And I have a heart condition that is, my heart is failing right now. But as this is saying, it says men's hearts are failing them because of fear. You have more people afraid of things on this earth right now than anything else. It, say, it says right here, it says, it says they are failing them for fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on this earth. Look around. Look, things are, they're not just coming. Things are happening. And we're afraid of what's about to happen. I don't need to even talk about what the news is saying. There are things that are happening right now. And because we're so stuck on faith, I mean fear, we're starting to see the heavens start to shake. In the absence of faith, 
there is fear. Donde no hay, hay fe, hay miedo. When we put faith into action, cuando ponemos la fe en acción, we have confidence. Tenemos la confianza that our situation will work out for our good. Faith is saying, I may not get what I expect, but I know I'm going to get what's best for me. That's what faith is. But when you take on fear, pero cuando tienes miedo, you start to do the what ifs. miedo te hará decir, what if I don't make it? What if I fail? What if I'm wrong? What if I get hurt again? Y si no puedo hacerlo? Y si falo? ¿Qué pasa si estoy equivocado? ¿Qué pasa si me lastimo de nuevo? ¿Qué pasa si yo me muevo? What if I die? What if? What if? What if? Receiving fear has led us to the what if. And your what if keeps you from completing the impossible. Faith is having confidence in your outcome. Can I say that again? Faith is having confidence in your outcome. Faith is saying, I know what I want, but at the end of it all, God has control of the situation and he's going to work it out for my good. I can't explain it. I can't add it up. All I know is that what God said, according to Jeremiah 29 11, he says, I know the thoughts of the plans that I have towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope or an expected end. When we have the absence of faith, we have fear. Donde no hay fe y miedo. Tienes que subjetar un otro, la fe o miedo. Listen, escucha. You have to hold something. Either faith or fear. You can't hold both. Either you're going to hold faith or you're going to hold fear. You can't have both of them at the same time. Fear comes not from not knowing what the outcome is. I don't know what my outcome's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to be on the heart transplant list. I don't know if my heart's going to fail me today or tomorrow or 10 years from now. But I do know that I do have faith that God says, I have an expected end for you. Fear causes more misery than all the sin and sickness in our lives combined. We are not sick all the time, and we're not sinning all the time, but most people are afraid of something or somebody all the time. Now, I do, I must remind you that, that there is a, a reasonable or normal fear is a good thing, all right? A, a reasonable or normal fear, it's a gift of God. It's called being careful. You guys with, with me. I don't, don't get me wrong. Now, now look, I'm not, I'm not trying to go there or anything, but some people, you know, when they go out, they're careful because maybe there's people that are, are coughing and hacking while they're talking. You got to be careful. 
Got to put a mask on. Amen. Reasonable or normal fear protects us from danger. On the other hand, abnormal or excessive fear is a monster which can paralyze and destroy. Panic is fear out of control. Panic. Sometimes you, you feel like if, there's a difference between when you're, you're being afraid or you're being cautious. There's a difference between fear and caution. And then there's people that just are afraid all the time. And then there's some people that are so afraid that when they think something's going to happen, they panic. I remember there was a time that I don't know what it had to be the Lord. I was going out my door. And as I was going out the door, I was going to, going to work. And I just something told me to turn back around. And as I went back in the door, Kaya was yelling my name because my daughter was it was it was it Judah? It was heaven. She was eating some top ramen, dry noodles. They're good, by the way. You can eat them like chips. Just letting you know. She's eating. She had completely choked. Kaya didn't know what to do. All she could do was scream. And yell, mind you, when stuff like that happens, you got to step out of fear and not jump into panic because fear and panic together, you're not going to get anything done. So what ends up happening, she's yelling and screaming. It was nothing but the Lord that had me come back from my car and open up the door. Heaven is literally not breathing. Not just, she just... So, of course, no big deal for me because this is what I do. This is what I do. I was a medic. I, I can do it, right? I'm just walking. Let's walk up to her and I'm like, hi, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Put her down. I look at Kai. She looks at me and literally faints. Like, literally, done. And, of course, this is what I do. So, close the door and leave. It's a true story, y'all. She was fine. But what happens is when we get so caught up, we get so caught up in fear that we can't react. So what do you do when the doctor comes and tells you, listen, I I just found a spot on your mammogram. What are we going to do? What happens when you go and you look, I'm just trying to get this COVID test. And all of a sudden the doctor says, you got COVID. We start panicking. Right? But the natural thing to do is, the faithful thing to do is, is to go, okay, God, I know you got this. Because I'm not going to allow my fear to take me to places that I don't belong. The places that I do belong are in the heavenly places. Oh, you guys, come on. Turn to Matthew chapter 8, 23 and 27. And this is, this is a familiar scripture for mo- most of us here. And we'll talk about it and we'll, we'll get into it. But it's in Matthew chapter 8, 23 through 27. It says this. Now, when he got into the boat, and they're talking about Jesus, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he, Jesus, was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him and saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? 
O you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. So the men marveled, saying, who can be this? Who, who, how can this be that even the winds and sea obey him? Now, as a pastor, as a preacher, I got to break this down. Saints of God, when Jesus is telling you to go somewhere, when Jesus is telling you to go somewhere, you can bet your bottom dollar that you're going to go where he tells you to go. He said, let us, me with you, not you on your own and what you want to do, but when Jesus said, let us go to the other side, you know you're going to make it. It doesn't matter what happens in between here and there. You, he already told you what the end of the story was. At the beginning, Jesus said, listen, let us go to the other side. But he didn't tell you. This is, about, this is how Jesus does. He doesn't tell you about the storm. He doesn't tell you about the waves. He doesn't tell you about the peril. He doesn't tell you about it. He just tells you we're going to end up getting there either way it goes. But as we see here, that in life, when Jesus is taking us in certain places, there's going to be some great storms that happen in our lives. And it says that the boat was covered with waves, but Jesus was in the same boat. How can we forget that Jesus is with us? Don't you know when I was sitting in the, in the hospital room and, and, and they were saying that how they were going to give me the colostomy bag and now they're going to get rid of my kidney and all the other stroke. You know, what? at that point in time, at first, I'm like, man, where are you at, Jesus? Jesus is like, I'm right here. But we get so caught up with fear that we, would, we forget that Jesus is with us on the boat. And then they run to Jesus and they say, Jesus, don't you even care? God, why me? We gonna die, God. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm on a recliner at my house and I'm moving just slightly. That, that it's, it's really peaceful. And I could just wonder that Jesus was like really getting some good sleep because the waves were just rocking him. And he was like, man, it's some peaceful rest. He says, I'm God, you know. I'm, we're going to get to the other side. I don't care about the waves. And then somebody comes and wakes you up. It's kind of like my wife slamming cabinets and my kids talking while I'm trying to take a nap. Okay, that was... When the disciples came to Jesus, they said, don't you even care? We are dying, Lord. Save us. But he said to him, why are you so afraid? And then he says this, oh, you of little faith. I need to just help you guys out with something, okay? Jesus doesn't sit back to his disciples, and he's not sitting there, uh, uh, what's the word, um, Yes, come on, help me with my, my, yes, thanks, Jackie. Um, he's not trying to make them feel bad. Don't, not belittle them, not, not chastising them. But what he did and what we don't see is that he was encouraging him. He was encouraging the disciples. Why do you say that? Because he said, 
Why are you so fearful? You of little faith. What Jesus was telling, listen, what Jesus was telling the disciples was this. Did you not forget that if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, oh, you of little faith. What he was telling them is that you do have a little bit of faith. I'm trying to, to tell you, use just the little bit of faith that's in you. You only need the faith the size of a mustard seed to look at a mulberry tree and say, look, be thou plucked up and put it in a tree. You only need the size of a mustard seed to tell this mountain to be moved into the sea. If you have just the size faith of the size of a mustard seed you guys with me jesus looked at me he wasn't trying to insult them he was trying to encourage them use the faith that you have just a little bit Woo. and then he says let me show you what what i could do with just a little bit of faith he stood up and rebuked the wind he rebuked the storm. And we sit down and go, man, Jesus did that for him. No, Jesus was trying to let him know. You could do the same, same thing I just did. You know why? Because greater works shall you do if you just have just a little faith. Listen, the disciples were still rookies in their relationship with Jesus. Therefore, they weren't yet sure who Jesus was. He didn't even know, they didn't even know if they could really depend on him. They assumed that their main protection, watch this, against the storm was the boat. They thought that their main protection against the storm was the boat. And it was clearly not strong enough or big enough to sustain them. We become fearful when we doubt that our source of security is strong enough to sustain us. So many of us put faith in money. So many of us put faith in chariots. So many of us put faith in horses. But we need to put our faith and our strength in the Lord. It isn't about the ship. It wasn't about the storm. It was about who is with them. It's Jesus. The most, most common fears relate to matters, matters that we can't control. You can't control a lot of stuff in life. You just can't control it. Job loss, you can't control that. How our children act when we're not with them. Cheating spouses. You can't control that. Therefore, if we are our own primary, uh, primary source of security, we will be tempted to panic. We will be tempted to panic because our source of security. If you thought you had a whole bunch of money in the bank and then all of a sudden that money is gone, you're going to panic. Now, going back to the text, when Jesus was awakened in the middle of the storm, he asked, why are you afraid? He said, what is the cure for the fear? Listen, what's the, what's the cure for all your fear? Don't take it. Don't take fear. Don't take it. If I reached in my pocket right now and was going to give you some money, would you take it? Okay, maybe a couple people. Shantae would run at me real quick. <laughs> Listen to this. Don't take fear. If you jumped on here and took this, you took it. 
But there's a difference between taking something and me giving you something. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says this, For God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. God said what? God didn't give you the spirit of fear. But what God said, this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you power, love, and a sound mind. And all this comes through having faith in Jesus Christ. Earlier I made this tweetable comment. If you guys like to be on Twitter, you have to hold on to something, either fear or faith. You can't hold on to both. God has given us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. These all have been given to us by grace through faith. Every man has been given a measure of faith, and that's according to Romans 12 and 3. It says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has given it to us through faith. And when you get that faith, that's when you have the power, a sound mind. You guys with me with this? And that measure of faith is in the size of a mustard seed. Every seed has potential. The seed of faith has the potential of power, love, and a sound mind. Matthew 17 and 20 says this. And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have of faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible for you. Mustard seed. If I held a mustard seed right now, if you, you couldn't see it. But either way it goes, you know what? You couldn't see it, but the faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, I could tell you about my faith, but James said, if you ask me about my faith, I'll show you my works. You can't just sit there and go, mountain be removed. No, Jesus is trying to tell us a principle here. The principle is this. I have faith, and with my faith, I'm not just going to sit here and say it. I'm going to get to work. It may take you a couple wheelbarrows and shovels, but eventually that mountain will move. Faith comes in the side of a mustard seed so you can hold it in one hand and work with the other because faith without works is dead. You can't hold faith and fear. You're going to have to hold one or the other. When you hold faith in one hand, on your other hand, you got to use that to start working. But fear, it's big. Fear is cumbersome. Come unto me, those that are are burdened and heavy laden, for I will give you rest. This is what Jesus said. Burdened with what? Laden with what? You're burdened and laden with fear. When you have a hold of fear, you can't work. You can't move. It's not till you put down the fear that God didn't give you, you can begin to work. You can work for the Lord. You can give, uh, you can, you, your God-given plan and purpose will come to pass. It's not till you put down fear that you can work on your business, your relationships, your healing, and your breakthrough. When you start using your faith and let go of fear. So now I want to give you guys some practical strategies 
for attacks of fear in your life. And, 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 and I don't want to belittle the word of God, but sometimes we need to get the word of God in us so we know the word of God so that we could do the word of God. You guys with me? Amen. So I'm, I'm about to close. I'm about to close now. So just you guys get ready. This, this is a practical strategy for repelling fear attacks. You guys ready? Put your seatbelts on. This is the practical strategy. Put the word on it. Put the word on it. Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 8 says this. Be careful for nothing, but in everything. Unto prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let your request made be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any vir virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says this, For God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. you got to put the word on it. John 4 and 8, John, 1 John 4 and 18, he says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. There is no fear in love. So when I'm in Christ Jesus, I don't have to be afraid. Hebrews 13 and 6 says this. So we may come boldly and say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Put the word on it. Psalms 27 and 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I'm not afraid. I don't want to be a fearful. I, I just know that the word of God is my light. It is my strength. And he says in Psalms 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid from the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by the day, nor the pestilence or the COVID that walketh in the darkness, nor the destruction that is waited in the noonday. And the thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right side hand. But that shall not come by me. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge even the most high my habitation there shall no evil befall thee neither shall any plague come there
my dwelling for he shall give his angels charges over me to keep me in all thy ways they shall bear me up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against the stone thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder the young lion and the dragon shalt thy trample under thy feet because he has set his love upon me therefore I will deliver him I will set him on high because he hath known my name he shall call upon me and I will answer him I will be with him in trouble and honor him with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation we gotta put the word on it we shall no longer walk in fear but we shall walk in faith saints of god we have to start putting our our faith into action if i ask you of your faith you know what you actually should say to yourself look i'm not worried about what it looks like i'm not worried about what somebody tells me i'm gonna put my faith to the test i'm gonna try god and see I don't care what the report of the, of the doctors say. I don't care what the, the, the job says. I don't care what any else, anything else says. I believe the word of God. That he told me I shall be strong and courageous. I shall not fear what man shall do to me. I shall not fear what any disease has over me. The only thing that is going to try to come against me is something that I can come against them because I have the power of God in my life because I have faith. A faith in the word of Jesus Christ. Don't take fear. Don't take it. If God didn't give it to you, then leave it alone. Take power, love, and a sound mind. Don't take it. Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. But we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.